a fucking jam. <sighs> Welcome back, guys. This is Square Grouper, podcast that, you know, goes there. Florida. This is Fox. Thank you for listening in, everyone. Um, honestly, man, it's been a good fucking week. I uh, just lit another hash blunt. You know, I said I wasn't going to smoke anymore, but um, some of y'all seem to like it. So here we are. Uh, happy Friday. Again, if you're listening in, I hope everyone had a good week. Uh, <laughs> this one's going to be more of a, a fun episode. Um, I hope that they're all fun, but you know what I mean. Uh, it should get interesting and dare I say a little weird for that I'll take you to my co-host Dave all right well we have a few news articles here some things we we saw coming so attorney general Ashley Moody is trying to block smart and safe she's trying to say it's not a single subject which is obviously a requirement for a petition or a constitutional amendment whatever or, you know whatever the constitutional requirements are yep so anyway, Smart and Safe says they've thoroughly vetted the measure. They're confident the court, you know, will agree that it complies, which they mean the Supreme Court. Um, and they say, we appreciate General Moody's transmittal to the Supreme Court, but respectfully disagree with her statement that she believes it does not comply. They said to Florida politics. Um, you know, whatever. Ashley Moody's like, she hasn't released her argument yet. I mean, I, you could argue that it's not single subject because like a single subject would be just to legalize weed and not like how to buy it. So, so anyway, she's, you know, going to say that I assume it's not single subject because not only does it legalize cannabis, it like, you know, sets up where you can buy it, things like this. I mean, I, I would assume that's more than one subject, but what do I know? Regardless. Yeah, and I think it um, it also set up like some language about how the existing centers would adapt onto those sales, which was much more concise language than anyone had really talked about before. Yeah, and, and, and you know, like we kind of talked about it a little bit on the trailer, I think, or the first episode. Yeah, right? and that's what I mean. You know, it's like you know, obviously, there's like more than one fucking agenda in that in that bill. But what do I know? You know, I'm not an attorney. Definitely not a lobbyist. Not a politician. This is why I like, um, I'm just a normal guy. So I don't really, you know, understand government. That's why I understand, uh, uh, motorsports because you see the drivers, you see the cars and you know, who's paying for what. Yeah, I mean, I know who's paying, and I'm sure Ashley Moody's going to get paid to shut the fuck up and stop this shit, but we'll see what happens. We'll follow that. Um, and then on top of that, so I didn't really realize this, and, you know, I heard it, and I was like, whatever. Um, somebody was telling me that. And then I found this article, which is, like, from the South Florida Sun Sentinel. It's like a, it says Florida GOP would like the pot initiative to go away. Pretty much, you know, if cannabis is on the ballot. 18 to 29 year old voters obviously are more inclined to come out and vote. Um, normal claims, legalization measures on state ballots increase turnout from five to 10%. So if we think of five to 10% of 18 to 29 year olds, I guess they're saying that, you know, the GOP is scared of young people that they're going to vote the other way. So, <laughs> yeah. Cause imagine they, they push rec weed, right? And uh, now you're like, yo, let's smoke these fucking garbage ass pre-rolls as we wait 
in line to vote. Oh my God. How many, like, imagine you, you pull up and see all these 18 to 24-year-olds, or wait, no, 21 to whatever. 18 and 29. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just wrecked off of edibles, standing in line waiting to vote. Uh, well, you know, I'm kind of all for it, honestly. I tell them to ride in stupid shit. I mean, you know they're going to. So anyway, you know, so smart and safe for those of you that do want it to fail. Um, obviously, you know, a lot going against it right now. I mean, you could argue, you know, the Republican Party of Florida may take up arms against it if they think it's going to cost them an election or whatever. So anyway, besides that, I mean, single subject petitions. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with the Supreme Court. Yep. But it's definitely, you know, easy to kind of understand and try to be like, well, why would you want this to fail? People are still going to, people aren't going to get arrested anymore, but it's it's a three ounce limit, five gram concentrates. Like people are still going to, you know, get arrested. So, I mean. I mean, you could get that off of one shitty plant. Imagine if you had like four to six plants or 12 plants. Just food for thought. Yeah, it's like people are still going to get in trouble. Like, it's not like people like are fucking uh, freaking out about it. Like, it's going to legalize plant medicine. Like, get the fuck out of here, you know? Come on. How many people listening right now have more than three ounces of weed? Hopefully more than the other percentage, but maybe not. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe not. But anyway, regardless of how much weed you have, you know, there's a lot of going against smart and safe, but. I kind of, you know, I guess I'm coming an old man, you know, because I get it, like, the opportunities there, whatever. But, you Fuck know, they'll, they'll never let anyone grow if it passes like this. And like you said, that concise language of being able to buy, to buy from existing MMTCs that have over 100, you know, some yeah, of them yeah. have over 100 locations, Walmarts of poop weed, so whatever. You know you gotta hit him with the. Yeah. You smoke poop. Yeah, and you know it's unfortunate that that's what they want to do. Uh, for not just the patients at that point, but just what they think they can force feed, you know, the adults of the state as well. Like it, and I know it tears. You know, there's people out there that you know, one, they're not just gonna give y'all the shit and you're going to see some good people producing some things out there at an astronomical price to you, but um, it's going to separate them eventually, no matter what happens, no matter what kind of crazy astrals they put the time I think for these people, these certain uh, centers, these corporations at this point really is what they are to realize how fucked they are because they're, is some competition coming in and coming up and no matter what they do um it's inevitably going to change the landscape for how patients consume meds the quality of their meds um how they're made and i for one cannot wait so i know that's a little off from you know the fact of whether i know a lot of people want this bill to fail i 
part of me does only because I feel that we all deserve better. So under that thought and mindset that I have personally, um, you know, and having to travel the fucking country for, for, you know, a long time, uh, when I could have just rightfully done it in my home state, if they had just gotten it right the first time, um, my old man opinion on it, old asshole man opinion is on hit, hit me with the salt. Fuck. You don't so give don't, a fuck. I don't give a fuck anymore. Uh, but, like, I don't even care about it. Like, I don't even want to pay attention to it. I feel like I'm giving it energy. You I know, need to hype Ashley Moody up, send her some good vibes. Not to send her a bouquet. Give Moody a doobie. I'm like, love, look, Ashley, love I Dave. love cannabis, but. Keep going. Keep fucking with Smart and Safe. It's so cool. I don't know. But whatever, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, you know. It's funny because, um, you know, like they're saying that it being on the ballot is going to bring out more Democrat voters, but the majority shareholders of the main funder of Smart and Safe, you know, it seems like they're aligned to another side. So it's interesting to see the back and forth in Florida and just. Maybe it wasn't even political, you know. It's just that's the story now, though. So, I mean, you know, uh, yeah, I'll save the politics, man. Because yeah, I mean, weird. fuck the politics, fuck both sides. But I now that's coming into play. Better. It's funny. We do deserve better, and that's what there was a bunch of people confused. Like there was this bill, this legislator backed bill, SB fifteen something to legalize cannabis in Florida. It was like a new licensing process, like crazy. I don't know. It was a long bill, super long bill, but people thought for some reason that it was like going to take effect. And then I posted it and confused people. And <laughs> because it died and it, it died, you know, the legislative session was over. It died in session. So, or died at another department, whatever. So anyway, yeah, that that's a dead bill. That's not smart and safe though. That died smart and safe is, is still going to the Supreme court. So, you know, but anyway, I guess we can talk about, yeah, legislators in Florida, every legislative session usually have one or two cannabis bills um, that never gain any traction and never go anywhere. You know, so cannabis could technically be legalized or medical marijuana could technically be legalized through a legislator back bill, um, but it hasn't. And I mean, it hasn't been attempted half-heartedly. I don't know, whatever. That's like when people say, Oh, we'll uh, let it pass. Then they can add on adult use, you know, home grow, home grow later. Uh, and that's just not, not, it's been six years since they passed amendment two to legalize medical you know, marijuana in Florida and not and one legislator back bill to grow. Let me to home stop is, you right there for a sec. The difference between some wording on a bill between may and will can make all of the difference between that ever coming to light. So they are definitely is a lot of pushback for that. I know because I've put eyes on it at one point or another. And it's, it's not fun. Sorry to interrupt you on that. But uh, yeah, I just well, I forgot what I was talking about now. Oh, wreck. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. But uh, yeah, dude, give Moody a doobie and um. <clears throat> Ashley Moody is like fuck, fuck smart and safe. It's gonna bring out, it's gonna bring out liberals. They're gonna vote fuck smart and safe, which is like an interesting battle. I did not see that forming over this. So. She makes it seem like the liberals are mushroom people, like from The Last of Us or something that wouldn't just go out and vote anyways because they're always oh upset God. about something. 
You know, everyone's always upset about something, but particularly, I feel like that is show out regardless, and it's always a competition at this point. Like, yeah, I don't like touching that subject because again, yeah, and that wasn't anyway going any which way. It was just saying that people are going to come out regardless. If, if cannabis is on the ballot in Florida, will people come out? I mean, yeah, I think so. I know a lot of Republicans that will come out and vote yes on it. So, yeah, um, we'll see. Uh, you know, anyway, besides that, SB fifteen eight fifteen whatever died. Um, legislator back bills do happen. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, there hasn't been one, like, if you could easily add in home grow, if they pass adult use later down the road, then why in six years has no one easily added home grow to medical marijuana in Florida? Why should people have to do a citizen initiative and gather 900,000 signatures and pay to have them verified and pay to have it, you know, battled in the Supreme Court and spend all this money to when a legislator could easily, well, it's just not going to happen. That's the answer. You know, it's, it's Florida. So, you know, sometimes we do have to be happy for, for what we have, I guess. Right. So we'll see whatever happens. Um, I mean, I don't know, man, that weed's still moldy. No, I mean, fuck. I mean, fuck. I mean, no, but this is from, this is from the standpoint of like, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I'm going to do. I've been doing that forever. And like, you know, if I don't have to fucking throw a bag of weed out the window when I get pulled over, like, cool. Nah, Um, the legacy lives on, friend. If I'm in fucking, you know, if I'm in a, (laughs) if I'm in Yeehaw Junction and I get pulled over, you know, I don't have to fucking. Throw a bag out the window. No, I'm joking. I wouldn't do that anyway. You would not. That sounds like eight shades of white too much for me. Yeehaw Junction. Well, I can't say that with the places I've been, but there's a place in Florida that's anywhere near that. I'm not there. It's right there. Uh, <laughs> it's right there. It's State Road 60 to Tampa. If you go to Tampa, that's you got to go through Yeehaw off the turnpike. Oh, I fly through that place. You don't stop. <laughs> Get out of here. You never stop, friend. You just fly through that motherfucker. Oh, oh, the sunken place. You just fly. Uh, to me, that place and Alligator Alley are no different. You just fly through that shit. Nah, for sure. I mean, you know. One time I stopped off Alligator Alley over there in that area, and I had people, like, taking pictures. I mean, <laughs> it was so weird. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> so never again, dude. Yeah, okay. So um, whenever I'd stop, you know, sometimes you'd get a lot of, like, uh, Asian tourists that would come from Disney, and they would come down to Miami. And, dude, talk about, like, them just standing around and, like, you know, we're standing at a little like uh, at a Cuban bakery at the window, you know, and drinking cafecitos and uh, they're like taking pictures of us. And it's like this weird fucking thing where they like take every aspect of like people living how they are as museum pieces and they will observe you as such. That's dope. You, uh, you, yeah, you sure. Must, you must it, be a pretty guy, bro. No, no, no. I just, I don't, I think it's just a cultural thing. It was weird. They were like, whoa, brown people take a picture. <sighs> no, they probably thought I was, no, I'm not going to go there. Anyways, so <laughs> yeah. Um, they think you're someone else. No, I don't like tourist season. I, I don't like people um, in the sense of a lot of them around me. 
<laughs> so you hate you hate because like even your hood's kind of like tourist, you know, closer and closer, right? So. No, that's different though. I don't know. So there's certain situations like if all these people are weed friendly and they're doing shit. It's like right on. This is a cool place to be. Um, but for the most part, like out in public with like just general people of all sorts and types, unless there's like I don't know. I'm just very introverted. Outside of the shit I have to do for the industry. I like choose my energy very carefully. I don't got a lot of it after I have to deal with this. You could be like me and just never do anything with any I know, but I try and I try and I always try to meet even like, yeah, I, I, I enjoy networking and doing things with people in some sense. If it means working together or doing something cool in the future or connecting or whatever the fuck, you know, or even just meeting other producers. That's, I I enjoy that more now. Just, you know, I don't, I don't see competition. Trade shows like are that. just the the conference trade show environment. That was just really cringy to me because being in, in corporate America for a while, <laughs> like obviously, like that's how it makes me feel. If it was cool, like shot show with guns, and there was like new shit there, I could check out and stuff. Like it's but a there's no vibe, corporate but... America in those kind of shows. Those are all just uh, you know, like the biggest companies you see there, like you know, just the manufacturers. But there's no. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's a chat free yeah. zone essentially. I mean it's a yeah, I mean yeah. It's a chat free yeah. zone. What if Dan Bilzerian walks into these chat? Oh, it's the supers chat. I remember I used to get so I know mad some chads in the firearms. That was around the no, I didn't care so much about that. It's which is fucked up. I cared more when you started doing the C B D shit. And like that was at the time where everybody had a CBD company. So Bilzerian like, had his CBD in Circle K. I remember I was in the Keys and saw that shit. CBD. Like, that's what it was. I think. It's How come not everyone com- like it's every not a like, company anymore? That's why I don't mind talking about it. I don't even know why the fuck I'm talking about Dan Bilzerian and guns and shit like that. Whatever. It's because he had a CBD company and it sucked. Everybody had a CBD company. Like it's weird. Dude. Yeah, I, and that must feel you must feel a certain type of way being someone that was into CBD so early. And I remember back then, um, I had known someone fucking around like 2015 or whatever, and I was like, whatever, bro, fucking sell CBD, get the fuck out of here, you're gonna go to jail or you know whatever. And then I remember seeing it everywhere in head shops, and I was in Texas at the time. And, Anyway, yeah, I can imagine. I mean, should I see like Bentleys in Miami with hemp license plates? And I'm like, wow. I, um, someone that some dude middlemaning vapes or some shit. So the part of me that used to get really upset about that, and like it would have been a different question like five years ago, three years ago, probably like you would have heard my voice change. I would have been very upset. The part of me that is like fucking raging about that, that dude is like, that dude's a ghost now because that industry got, it's the same thing that's happening with cannabis now. The chads came in and they destroyed it. I'm sorry. Uh Like, it sucks. Wow. And I'm just, maybe I'm being a little honest, so I don't know. No, it's true. They fucked it all up. Like I told you, I see the license plates and dudes. So, like, it, uh, I love. Those dudes, the, those like, jump out. And you're like, eh, I have a hemp company in Colorado. The parts of the industry 
that I still love about that are the growers. Like they're the small, the, the companies that are actually making products that are making a difference. They're like working with, gr- there's a big difference. Don't get me wrong, you know, but the, the oh God, the companies that just came in and bought, you know, oh God, put weird people in positions to grow hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of acres of hemp to just essentially crash the market to then make isolate pricing basically tank. Which is, I mean, it was good for certain people, you know, but at the same time, it gets out eventually when your active ingredient or, you know, whatever it is that you're making money off of is cheaper now. So then you have to affect your prices all the way up to retail, you know, from cost, you know, bulk, wholesale, uh, you know, all the way up. It was essentially like a stock market or crypto coin crashing out on, on on, on them pretty much. Yeah, dude, and it sucks. So it's like, I know what I Except said. That, that stock was a, fucking hemp. That's a pretty strong statement, but like, it's just, you know, it definitely did happen. Like, so you have, I don't know. It's it, it's really hard to trust these hemp companies now. It's actually made me all the same people. Like, you know, I'll ask, like, oh, what CBD are you running? And it's always like hemp now, and it's always Oregon CBD or like you know some weird of cross course, of. Yeah some shit i don't know yeah of course though because people don't i mean people won't waste the time with those genetics because they're finicky it's not yeah i mean it's not even that and on the hemp side they're just obviously it doesn't fuck you up you know nobody wants to grow real medicine let's be honest no i'm just talking shit i'm gonna take it oh you are some people are but you're right but they're like smaller farmers and they're all really cool people at least the ones i know so good point yeah, and even the people that make like those small batch products, I think those are way better than anything that's white white labeled on a, on a bulk scale. 100%. And then like you just see certain aspects of that happening with cannabis on like the very big side of it. You know, like did you guys know about the potential for Delta Eight when you guys back then were fucking around? Did you guys kind of like you were like, well, yeah, we used to joke about it. Yeah. But uh, we didn't have anything to do with it, so literally it was just like, um, you know, Crazy how that shit popped up. It is, it is, you know, because eventually you're like, oh, there's going to be a market for this. You can do this and this. And then like. Eh. Bro, at the gas station earlier, I saw on the little window, it said the demon Delta 8 dose. And it was like a big dose of Delta 8, dude. Like a fucking capsule. And I was like, what the fuck is this? So what I'm going to say is going to probably sound a little fucked up. But I guess why did go that direction is because most people that went that Delta eight direction or, you know, started, you know, spraying flour, selling Delta eight flour, whatever it is. Right. Why would you not go there? I don't know, dog. It's it's, a show you think this is, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Ideally. How do I say this? I just yeah, think people I, do some shady shit, especially in hemp. That's why I like, they're like, why am I so for the plant, bro? Like even, you know, bro. fuck and, the hemp industry. I said it once. I'll say it before. I'm a piece of shit. I know some good people in it. I don't care, but like, dude, if they would have been like, if they would have banned out to eight, like would that have affected you at all? <laughs> nope. Literally not. Shout out to everyone like like second. me. Shout out to everyone you know, ankle deep or fucking elbow deep in that industry. And like, yeah, I don't want you to lose money, but mm. 
like at the end of the day like I, I don't care that's not my like here's the thing i personally that's how i feel about it but if that's what you're doing you know people often will say well i don't you know no dude i just say that's not me you know i have so much more going on on my side that it always started with like weird cbd plants on the hill and then it traveled all the way around to like you know you know, to Colorado and all that everyone you, else catching on with the hat. I feel shit. bad because I'm thinking about people right now. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about people that are going to be offended by that. But all I, have to, <laughs> all I mean, bro, all I mean, bro, is why waste your time with some shit that's going to be illegal? You know, it's probably going to eventually be illegal. You might as well just fucked with the real thing the whole time. Doesn't even make sense. You know, you might so, as well have just been growing real weed oh. the whole time. If you're in Florida, I'm fucking sorry. Okay, here's the part of me that actually cares. It's going to come out for a second. So here's why shit like that matters. So people that have uh, neurodeficiencies, right? Like the whole reason I started Fox Tracks, you know, is, is to deal with pediatric cannabis patients. Most of them were nonverbal autistic and or epileptic, which is a fucking hell of a combination for anyone to go through, let alone your kid, right? So THC wasn't working because essentially what happens is uh, for like the physical parts of, you know, what you might be dealing with, it might help, but too much of it can actually cause a seizure, um, which like some people refer to it as a like a THC plateau or, you know, when you have issues like epilepsy or, or TBIs, even um, uh, anything that's already affected the way that uh, your neurons are kind of just going up there. Um, it sort of rewires your brain in a sense. And so sometimes THC can like essentially cause a misfire in people that are already wired in a different way um, at a certain threshold of it, you know, other, when you find the right part of it, there's people that can medicate usually like after it happens, you know, cause if you come in, it's really, it, it helps alleviate a lot of the things that happen after the fact, but sometimes when people overconsume. And, you know, just crash their endocannabinoid system with that when they're, I don't want to say it's compromised. It's you, you're just different. You know, it, it's, it's what it is. Um, you have issues like that. So just THC doesn't really do shit. So, you know, the hemp industry started by taking these really special plants that were like type two cannabis, which essentially means they were high in CBD, low in THC naturally occurring through breeding selection, not something that was done essentially by uh, crossing hemp or crossing cannabis to hemp, which is how you got high CBD hemp, which is the backbone of how all this bullshit got started in the first place. I thought it was cool at first because essentially, um, essentially, uh, you couldn't really do anything anywhere else for people, you know, so like, you know, California, Washington, Oregon, uh, you know, a couple other places, you know, Colorado, you know, that was cool, but like you, there was no, you know, it wasn't like it is now where you had a lot of, you know, States popping up with, um, medical cannabis laws. 
Um, so it was something really interesting to deal with at that point because you could make CBD products and get them to people that had no option. So I feel like everything like that starts as a good thing sort of like ends up, it's weird. Like in a way it's like, Oh, look at this beautiful thing we have. Like, you know, this is what we can share with you because uh, your States are stupid and uh, the country's view on this plant are stupid. So here's what we can do in the meanwhile, you know, and anyone that signed on to that, uh, you know, that farmer's aid bill from like back whenever the fuck was able to do so. And, you know, a lot of states that don't have cannabis, the um, so let's talk outside of Florida because we've been talking Florida. And so I'll just tell you states that don't have medical cannabis at all, like for shit, their hemp markets thrive like like what else do you have? What option do you have? So even I'm not even talking that Delta eight market or, you know, anything. Yeah. That's what I was talking shit about is Delta. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. But, but I, it's insane how much they thrive. So like a lot of the, the companies that are, that are owned, the big CBD companies, they also have interest in, you know, like um, big tobacco and like, you know, big liquor and other things like that oil, uh, oil fracking and drilling and like weird things. I've said no more times than I've said yes. When you find out where people's money comes from and you're like, Oh, okay. You're like, well, <laughs> well shit. No. Um, but yeah, so that industry is filled with people that don't care about the kids that I mentioned earlier. They don't care that somebody didn't need, couldn't have the THC so they needed a high ratio spectrum product, you know, high ratio full spectrum product uh, to help give them a better quality of life. And that's why I fucking hate that industry now. And I don't use that word often. It's really strong. Like I do. I do actually. I say it jokingly. But like when I genuinely say it, I hate what that industry has become. Yeah, like don't we wish like all that money would have pumped into other cannabinoids besides and I can't industries thrive because of regulations and rules that create or restrict them. So like, let me be the bigger, you know, I gave you my personal opinion. Let me step back for a second and say like, that's, that's the reality of it. Right. You know, um, the legacy market has thrived because of that statement. Certain medical and recreational States have thrived for that statement um for, for you know and what i say again no it's what i said before you fucking oh, said it. i can't even remember oh my god i love you <laughs> just keep that that's too good <laughs> I, um no. so are you feeling silly yet bud i forgot i guess oh motherfucker here we go yeah it's okay i i noticed when i was being more honest i'm like hmm this is this is why I'm for you know all all the things, uh, you know. Legalize crack cocaine. No, not that. But you Sorry. should definitely legalize mushrooms, hundred percent. Sorry. I don't know about like, I mean, ketamine. I think is if already they legalized legal. crack, people wouldn't do it. 
No, that's not true. You'd I have mean, they'd people be like that shit's whack. We'll just defend them all. Who gets to make prescription crack? And is it like oh man, I have so many dangerous. questions, dude? The extractor in me has so many questions. Imagine a bunch of like like who gets to make the crack rock vapor. But then are, are you the growing vines. like yo? Who's growing the coca? Like who's oh, doing the processing? God. Like yo, I, found I don't a Facebook know. Facebook group of poppy growers the other day. That was cool. That's way different though because that's a fucking flower and it's like not the same post. Well, I guess it is post processing, but still whatever. True, I don't know. True. I don't want to talk about processing other drugs right now. I apologize. True. I just my brain just goes there. But anyways, <clears throat> everything I said was just a joke. <laughs> but uh, besides that, I mean. We went on a crazy tangent there, but yeah, so we'll see what happens with this shit. Probably, um, I honestly don't know anymore. I mean, I was pretty sure it was going to pass, but now that the fucking Republicans think it's a danger to, you know, their elections, maybe it will get fucked with. So who knows? We'll see. It'll be a roller coaster ride, which will be, I guess, good for us, right? It'll give us content, but. Besides that, Ashley Moody's always starting shit with cannabis stuff. Kind of saw that coming. Yeah, well, I guess that's another person in the game. Gotta figure that out. Alright, so you know what that sound means. This episode, honestly, was just a lot of fun. I just got to sit back and uh, talk with Dave for a bit. It's been uh, a busy week for me, so we honestly just got to go into some tangents and some interesting points and... uh, Apparently a lady who does not like cannabis laws, which obviously if you've listened to the episode, you'll know her name. I'm sure I'll remember it soon enough. Please follow us on Instagram at at square grouper podcast and uh, go show your love. You can go follow him at Florida trees news. Thank you. Yeah, I got it right that time. If you actually care, want to follow me for whatever reason, go check me out at at Fox figure it out um underscore not to figure it out obviously but please don't make me spell it that's what i was getting to um if you want to check out some of the work i've done um throughout the states and stuff you can check out at fox Tracks in the wild but obviously that's pretty much just like a educational cannabis kind of thing but yeah man um thank you for everyone that's listened thus far we appreciate you guys. Um, we're actually looking forward to getting some interviews going and uh, messing around with that format a little bit on top of getting some video content. And I will be down in Florida sometime in July. So maybe, oh, wow. yeah, maybe I'll do something fun, set something up, obviously. Uh, who knows? Maybe get a stick figure, write Dave's name tag on there. You know, get some pictures with you and the Dave. <laughs> That sounds occultish. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. Whatever. No, I'll have like a random that. kid do it, so it wasn't like I purposely I mean, did it. Sounds like a video at all. Calm down. You can burn it afterwards. So on that note, guys, I think we're out of time. But thank you again for listening, and we promise to have more content soon. Um also, um, something about some you know, everyone loves stickers. So who knows? <laughs> Stick around. Maybe we'll figure something out.